0: I'm Tracy Panock, and welcome to the Bitter to Better podcast, where I talk all things love and life that help women live better after breakups. I'm glad you're here, and let's get into it. Hey, 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 where am I, you ask? And my favorite recording location, the school pickup line. You know, my car, the acoustics of the being in the car are better than being at my desk in my house. Um, I guess it's the contained space. And then you just, you know, hear the faint hum of cars passing by. But also, I've been working on my editing skills, so I'm able to reduce the background noise so you may or may not hear the cars. Either way, here I am recording another episode of the Bitter to Better podcast. Today, I'm talking about the three phases of breakup recovery. So I think of breakup recovery in three phases, the survival phase, the maintenance phase, and the thriving phase. And so I want to talk about each of these phases and what to expect and how to help identify which phase you're in, and to just share thoughtful insight, wisdom, information, advice on moving through these phases. To begin, it's important to know that there's no specific amount of time for each of these phases. Everyone moves through their recovery process at their own pace. The thing about breakups is that they fall into the grief and loss category. So we tend to associate grief and loss with with deaths, but we grieve any significant loss in our lives. So loss of a relationship, of a house, of a job, of a friendship, anything that's significant to you, you grieve the loss of it so it's important to recognize that going through a breakup is a grief and loss process because it helps us to conceptualize it more as we would when someone has died because when someone is grieving about the loss of someone like the physical loss of someone in their life when someone has passed away we tend to give them certain allowances we have certain ideas of what they need in order to mourn and actually i should make a brief note on grief and mourning. So grief is really the feeling and mourning are the practices we do in order to express the grief. So when someone dies, we mourn them by holding a funeral or a memorial or doing all sorts of things that help us to express our grief. So I apologize in advance for any change in the sound quality I am continuing this recording I don't know a couple of days later and at the playground but um, survival phase that's what we're talking about the survival phase of breakup recovery is the first and earliest phase it usually occurs within the first few days weeks or months after a breakup separation or divorce by the way I use the term breakup to encompass the ending of any romantic relationship so it can be a divorce it can be a legal separation it can be a trial separation it can be a breakup because the two people are not married the ending of a romantic relationship so during the survival phase this is when the emotions tend to be most intense whatever the emotions are that someone might be feeling so sadness anger uh, confusion, disappointment, embarrassment, you name it. It can be, there can be many emotions. And this is when your focus is really about putting one foot in front of the other in order to function, to reestablish some form of stability, you know, to survive. So y- the ending of your relationship encompasses more than just not being with someone in a romantic fashion it might cause changes to your housing situation your financial situation your parenting situation your career your social circle all sorts of things so breakups can destabilize us in multiple ways So during the survival phase, you're literally just trying to kind of pick up the pieces and gather what you need to gather in order for your life to be stable. So you might need to look for new housing. You might need to enroll your kids in a new school. You might need to be going to court for a divorce or custody or visitation or financial matters. You may uh, lose parts of your social circle. Uh, You may change jobs because you need to move to a different location or something like that so the survival phase is characterized by not usually feeling your best it's you know in a lot of ways the hardest part particularly emotionally and possibly practically again if you need to make any of those changes that I mentioned but so your task during the survival phase are to tend to your emotions in order to find a sense of emotional stability and to tend to your basic practical needs in order to allow your life to feel stable, in order for you to be able to do the basic things you need to do go to work, clean the house, um, parent if you have children, uh, feed yourself, you know, these very basic things, pay your bills all of that stuff so during the survival phase you're looking at things that help you express your emotions help you feel your emotions help you identify your emotions one exercise that i find helpful is what i call the emotional identification exercise you sit down um, in a quiet place when you have time and you know will make time this is very important actually make time to analyze and feel your your feelings And I recommend that you have a notebook and that you actually write this down. So you would divide the sheet of paper into three columns. Column one would be the emotion. Column two would be why you're feeling the emotion. And column three would be tasks that help you, that help soothe you through the emotion. So for example, you would write, you know, um, sadness in the first column. The second column, you'd write the reasons why you're sad. So um, I miss the person. Um, I you know, uh, envisioned a different life for me and my kids. Um, Any of these things would make sense. And then in the task column, you just start identifying things that tend to help soothe you through sadness. This is not saying that all the sadness is going to go away because you do these things, but it helps you to cope, to deal. So whether it's taking walks, listening to music, talking to certain people, the list can be endless. But you really want to take some deliberate time and Effort to think about what you're feeling why you're feeling it and what helps you through through that emotion Because the reality is you're feeling multiple emotions and that alone can be uh, Difficult meaning having so many emotions not knowing exactly what you're feeling can feel overwhelming that can cause anxiety that can cause more sadness so you definitely want to um, take time to sort through how you're feeling and I recommend you do this process whenever you need it so you don't need to do it just one time maybe at other times you don't necessarily formally write anything down but sitting and giving thought to how you're feeling and allowing yourself to lean into the emotion so cry if you need to scream if you need to mope if you need to allowing yourself to actually identify what you're feeling express it and identify things that helps you do through it That is a very useful skill to actually practice and to hone because you could use it, well need to use it, I suggest you use it throughout your lifetime to address address strong emotions. Then there's the practical aspects of the survival phase. With this, I suggest you take time to sit down and possibly write down the things that you need to get in order in your life in order to find a sense of stability. So if you need it to move out of your apartment or your house, then, you know, searching for housing is part of that. Um, If you need to enroll your kids in school, then that's part of that. So you're pretty much making a general to-do list of things that you know you need to tend to in order to survive and to function. And just like with the emotional identification exercise sitting down and making a to-do list of the things in your life that you need to restabilize can be an overwhelming task and so it can lead us to avoid doing it but I don't recommend you avoid this task because it's going to be a foundational part of you getting yourself back on track so write down all the things and then you move into breaking that list down into smaller parts so take the time to sit down and say okay what do I need to reestablish here it may be scary but I'm doing this in order to make it less scary by being able to break this list down into smaller parts and achieve things little by little that actually do help me feel more safe and more secure There'll be a future episode about the specifics of breaking down a to-do list, AKA an anxiety list, the things that stress you out and cause you anxiety because the list gets longer and longer and you feel like you're not being productive. Um, So yeah, I definitely have a whole episode dedicated to that. But during this phase, you are very much wanting to get a handle on your emotional state as well as the basic practical aspects of your life, so you can function. Next is the maintenance phase. This is where you've established a certain sense of stability. So emotionally, you very well are still likely feeling the various emotions of dealing with the breakup. Um, those, you know, you're a human, so you're going to have emotions. But they tend to not be as intense. As consistently so you may absolutely have your days or your moments where you are overwhelmed by emotion or you're feeling you know anger or sadness very strongly but generally speaking the emotions are not as intense as they were during survival phase and practically you've gotten certain basic fundamentals of your life in order so you have a place to live even if maybe you're living with someone until you get your own place. You have a stable place to to live. Um, Again, if you have kids, they're enrolled in school. Um, You know, you are, you you have a place where, oh my gosh, random. The swan is swimming right in front of me. I'm outside at the pond behind my house and this swan is swimming right up out of nowhere. Oh my goodness, it's gorgeous, sorry random little interlude but you know recording on the go you have the basics of life figured out or you are working a plan to get them figured out so during the maintenance phase this can be a good time to start reflecting on your previous relationship for the purposes of recognizing what was good and what was not good about that relationship so that you can identify the things you want to bring into your present day and future life the things that were good And the things that you want to keep in the past so that you can start making the best decisions for yourself in regards to those things so I mean that in terms of any future romantic relationship but also in terms of the practical aspects of your life maybe you want to increase your income or make a career change maybe you have educational goals health and fitness goals anything okay back on track so during the maintenance phase it's a good time To take time to think to observe to notice to start making choices around what you want for your life in the present and future it's the beginning process of building the current and future life that you want to have so this is in all areas of your life just really you know assessing you know doing a little bit of a life audit and looking at the areas that you are happy with and you'd like them to stay as they are, as well as the areas that you would like to make a shift in. With going through a breakup, there's a, there's a fresh start aspect to that. It's obviously, there's a fresh start aspect to your romantic life, but it can also be a fresh start to other aspects of your life, especially any of the aspects that changed due to no longer being in that relationship lastly we have the thriving phase the phase of hope as I like to call it this is where you are really looking toward the future and you're making actual steps into the future you are getting really woo if you're like me you're making your vision boards and have your affirmations and are doing all sorts of things that really help you take action on the things you want to change. And again, this is in any aspects of your life, um, but it definitely is a great time for dating. Well, actually I should clarify, the maintenance phase can be a really good time for casually dating. Getting out there and meeting new people, practicing dating, upping your social skills, all of that sort of stuff. And the thriving phase is when, if you are looking for a you know, serious partner or anything like that, that's when you may really be leaning into honing in on uh, settling down with someone or something like that. There's no like, specific time frame to this, but these are just some things to consider between the maintenance and thriving phases. Um, gener- generally, when people ask, you know, am I ready to date again? I would say the maintenance and thriving phases are when the answer is yes. The survival phase is when you are just, you know, trying to wake up in the morning and get out of bed and do things um, and may not be the time. That being said, everyone experiences this process differently. As I've mentioned in a past episode, breakups are a loss and so you experience grief and so therefore you mourn so everyone grieves differently um so there again there's no like objective answer like 100% like oh if you're in their survival phase you shouldn't date at all or anything like that these are just some general guidelines but back to the thriving phase. this is your future this is where things look a lot brighter because you've had time but also because you've taken deliberate action to make shifts in your life so lean into this phase with gusto and you know really dream and then take those dreams and make them into goals you know by putting into place a plan and then taking small steps along the way to get there making sure to celebrate every tiny victory along the way Do you like what you're hearing? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Want to help the pod? If so, please know it's greatly appreciated and I welcome you to support the Bitter to Better podcast however you can. Might I suggest a few options? First, please rate and review the show on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or whatever platform you choose. Next, how about sending this podcast to one friend who you know could use it? This way, she can't say you've never given her anything. If you're really riding with me, talk about the show on social media and tag me. I'm at Tracy Panock on Instagram. And lastly, if you ever use any products or services I mention in the pod, can you tell them Tracy Panock from the Bitter to Better podcast sent you? Please and thank you. Location change, so the sound quality has probably shifted. But um, let's talk about identifying your recovery phase, noticing if you're in the survival, maintenance, or thriving phase. And to be clear, you can kind of shuffle between them a bit. Like there's not this like clear objective line that like you're firmly in. Survival or firmly in maintenance. There may be aspects of your life that are more survival and other aspects that are more maintenance. For instance, maybe emotionally you are um, doing pretty well and so maybe you're more of the you're so maybe you're more emotionally in the maintenance phase but there are some practical aspects of your life that are still very much up in the air so it feels more like the survival phase or it could be the other way around you could have a lot of the practical things in order but emotionally you're still really struggling um, that can also be the way it goes but generally speaking the survival phase is when your emotions are high. It's soon after the breakup um, and you're just trying to hit, to reestablish a basic sense of stability in the various aspects of your life. Uh, survival phase is when you are usually having conversations with people, whether it's your children, your friends, family, about the fact that you are no longer in your relationship. So you're informing people about things. Um, maybe you're having to make... Uh, some basic changes to your information like your address or things like that so the survival phase is characterized by things really being being in flux and kind of up in the air and you know particularly intense In the maintenance phase you feel like you generally have handle of your emotions on the day-to-day this does not mean that you don't have your breakdowns that you don't have your really intense emotional moments absolutely that's a part of any sort of healing process any sort of grieving process the line is not a straight line up it is this very jagged line I kind of think of you know the lines on a heart rate monitor very up and down so that's normal but in the maintenance phase because you have established a certain amount of stability you now have more of the space to think about the past the present and the future to think about what is going well what is not going well what you want to keep the same and maintain what you want to change this is where you kind of have more of a moment to step back and observe things rather than having to like constantly work to get things in place and to get things settled as you would in the survival phase in the thriving phase you are generally feeling much better again you may absolutely still have your emotional moments you have you have memories you might look back on certain things and be sad or frustrated or things like that and practically there are likely goals that you are still very much wanting to achieve in your life so it's not saying that everything is all done and perfect because I also don't know what a perfect life is but in the thriving phase you have a greater sense of hope for your future you are excited about some things going on in your life or that will be going on in your life again you've established a plan or at least you've Established, at least you know things that you want to be different in your life, and you are starting to make plans to achieve them. So, during the thriving phase, you have more opportunity to do the things you identified you want to do, whether it's, you know, dating or changing careers or taking a trip, whatever these things are. And again, it's not saying that you wouldn't do any of these things in previous phases it's just saying that the thriving phase is the time where you are feeling emotionally in a place to better engage in those things. And practically in your life, things have a certain amount of stability that allow you to do it. So the thriving phase is the phase you want to, you know, be in this the phase you want to live in the longest, quite frankly, it's the kind of the rest of your life sort of thing. And to that point of where I said, you know, you don't have it all Figured out and you don't have it all done in the thriving phase that's because in life you know you never have it all figured out and all done so the idea is that you you aim to kind of be in the thriving phase you know into the rest of your life from the perspective of you of course are going to have new goals and new desires and things that change and maybe change your mind about something you thought you wanted and stuff like that that's the stuff of life that being said if you go through any future breakups or anything like that you may find yourself right back at the survival phase so these phases are phases that you would go through with any significant breakup Um, but okay my alarm went off so it cut me off but i was saying something you might notice is that if you go through future breakups you may find yourself um, better able to move from the survival to the maintenance phase more quickly Of course, based on the specific circumstances of that breakup, but through the work that you do through this process, you can get yourself in a place where you maybe don't suffer as intensely with romantic relationships because you will be doing better dating, better choosing of your partner's. You will have more um, on a personal independent level. You will will likely have more confidence. You will be more self-assured. This comes partially with just with life experience and wisdom. Um, this also is partially developmental. But also it's the work that you are doing now through this current breakup situation or any past breakup situation when you've done the, the deliberate work, which is what a lot of my coaching is about with women when it comes to breakup recovery and dating but when you've done that deliberate work then it just helps you be more of the person that you want to be it becomes overall self-improvement so it kind of maybe starts because of a breakup but the breakup and the romantic relationship part is not the only thing that you end up working on and addressing so When it comes to a future breakup, I can speak personally from, um, as I've mentioned before, two significant breakups in my life. The first one versus the second one, they were very different circumstances, but I definitely was in more of a solid place during the second one to not fall so low, I guess, even though the stakes were very high in terms of the relationship that I left um there was a lot at play you know I was engaged and you know I broke that off but I had also done so much work on myself and in my life that I felt better able to handle that second breakup in a way that I didn't with the first one and again a lot of that has to do with life experience I think I was what 20 eight maybe during the first one and I was like 35 during the second one so these things make a difference for sure but in that time from 28 to 35 I wasn't just letting time pass I was really identifying the things about my life that I was happy with versus the things that I wanted to change and I was putting in work to make those things happen I'm still putting in work to make those things happen. So like I said, it's an ongoing process. But I definitely consider myself in the thriving phase at this point in my life. And I can say that going through these different phases and doing work in each phase to kind of get myself to the next phase has been hugely beneficial to me. The bounce back was definitely um, a bit quicker and smoother the second time around. So with that, I leave you with the three breakup recovery phases, the survival phase, the maintenance phase, and the thriving phase. And they are all, they they all have their place in this process. Um, there's no need to try to rush yourself through any phase. It's more about doing the things that you need to do in each phase in order to move through them and to really find healing and to really find stability and peace so wishing you the best in your breakup recovery journey and looking forward to talking next week so I'm wishing you the best on your breakup recovery journey and I'm honored to be a part of it I appreciate you taking me along on the journey and as always we'll get into it next week Hey, by the way, I can be found in other places besides this podcast. Just search my name on YouTube and you'll find my channel. Subscribe for periodic how-to videos for dealing with breakups and mastering dating. That's right, I said mastering dating. It's a skill, ladies. I can also be found on Instagram at Tracy Panock. And lastly, I most encourage you to join my email list for where you get breakup and dating support delivered to your inbox in addition to getting the most exclusive access to my programs and coaching services. My email list subscribers are the first to know when my coaching programs launch and the only people to get discounts when they're offered. As always, I'm glad we got into it and looking forward to next time.